0: Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove, and today I'd like to talk about money. Some people would be inclined to say that money is not a very spiritual topic. Uh, I beg to differ. I think that money is right at the root of our spirituality. And in fact, I mean that literally, because when we talk about the chakra system, the the great Indian system of the subtle spiritual physiology of the body, the root chakra at the base of the spine, sometimes symbolized by the coiled serpent of Kundalini, and sometimes symbolized by a dragon, a dragon guarding its gold inside of its cave. Because the root chakra is where we have the instinct to hoard, the instinct to accumulate wealth for ourselves. And it's interesting, this is the very first chakra. So, when Sigmund Freud, for example, developed his theory of the unconscious and said that it mostly contains the the libido or sexual uh, energies and our aggressive desires, things that are considered somewhat uh, taboo subjects in a civilized uh, Victorian society in which Freud grew up. Well, he wasn't really Victorian English, but uh, in the 19th century and early 20th century, Uh, There were things that were simply not acceptable to talk about in polite company. But money is even deeper than sex and aggression. We live in a culture that is dominated by materialism and the quest for money. I hardly know anybody who doesn't think about money much of the time, maybe all of the time, so much of our self-esteem is tied up in how much we're worth, how much we have. Not only that, money represents personal freedom. Our ability to uh, have what we want to have, and our sense of things that we will never have, and our ability to go where we want to go when we want to do it. It's all related to money. I'd like to add that I think our culture globally is very much out of balance when it comes to money. For example, in the wealthy countries, there's an epidemic of obesity, whereas in the poor countries, there's an epidemic of malnutrition and even death by starvation. In a world where there's plenty of food for everybody, that seems to be a a spiritual crime. Now, most of you probably don't know that money is actually a very big interest of mine. In fact, financial forecasting has been uh, one of my top interests for the last 20 years nearly, since my dear friend and colleague Dean Brown uh, began to share with me his methods of financial forecasting. And uh, I've been uh, pursuing this area intensely. In fact, I have a website, and you can link to it right now uh, in the upper right hand corner of your screen. It's called alphainterface.com. And what I do there is I follow the uh, financial information regarding systems for forecasting the future because I have a big interest in precognition, and in particular precognition of the financial markets, it's very important to me to be knowledgeable about the uh, non-psychic means for forecasting the financial markets. I can tell you that market timing is one of the most difficult things anybody can do, but there are some very interesting approaches available using technical analysis and artificial intelligence and so on. And I. Try try to in a small way keep up with the latest research findings on that website Now, for me, money is like the blood of the social body that we live in. If you think of the human body as energized and uh, made alive by blood, well, money moves through society much the same way. And I'm interested in following financial trends in order to understand, at a spiritual level, what things are important to people. What industries are gaining? What industries are losing? That says a lot to me about the global consciousness of the planet. I should say one other thing about money. What does it mean to you? And, and what does it mean to me? Why do I, for example, spend a lot of my time and uh, also my resources in putting these videos out, making them available to you at no cost? To you, although I'm certainly happy to receive donations for any of you who care to log on to our foundation, newthinkingaloud.org. You'll see you can purchase books there and some artwork or donate directly to our production, and it helps. But I can tell you this, it only offsets it, <laughs> including the advertising that we're now doing, a tiny amount of our expenses. But I do it because for, for me, it's a form of karma yoga. It's a form of being in service to humanity. And you know what? I've got enough money anyway, but let's look at this question of how much is enough. Some people would, would say that uh, they never have enough. They never can have enough, there's always more. You could be a multi-millionaire, you could be a multi-billionaire, and still want more. I think uh, there are some people who would like to be the richest person in the world, and I imagine even if you were the richest person on this planet, you might still think you didn't have enough. Now in the Jewish tradition there's a text called Pirkei Avot the saying of our fathers and probably the most popular of these sayings goes something like this who is rich and the answer is he who is content with what he has now I don't quite buy that. I think it's good to have goals. I think it's good to have desires. I think it's good to want to improve your situation in in many ways. But perhaps financially isn't the most important, although perhaps it is. There are some people who are desperate. Even in this wealthy country of, of ours, not enough people can afford to put food and medicine on their table together at the same time. It's often one gets sacrificed in the name of the other. And We live in a culture where the uh, poor people seem to blame the rich people for all the problems in the world, and the rich people blame the poor people for all the problems in the world. Uh, Money uh, is really, I would say, at the root of almost all problems that that we face because some people are far far too attached to what they have and hoarding it and and hoping to increase it way beyond their reasonable needs and other people don't have enough for the basic necessities of life if we want a world that works for everybody this is a problem that needs to be addressed and uh, I don't think Uh, it's being addressed, frankly. If anything, the situation seems to be getting worse, not better. So, let me leave you with this thought. What does money mean to you? How much of your mental and emotional energy uh, is focused on the thought that you don't have enough, that you're not happy with what you have in life? And how much of that is healthy, and how much of it isn't? I'll leave you with those thoughts. Thank you for being with me.